Hi, everybody. Dave Hodges here. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show, and that's what you're, you're listening to. That's what you've arrived at, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And hopefully we have a show today that's going to help you ascertain what's doing you in. In other words, our unhealthy environment, and more importantly, what you can do to counteract that. Uh, you know, I, I talked to Cal Berkeley longevity researchers about 15 years ago, and good guys. I mean, you think of Cal Berkeley as just a horrible institution, but these were really good guys, and they said, Dave, we're sh we should be living to be 120 years of age, and we're lucky if we make it to 80 for most of us. And so we should be tacking on 25% on the lifespan. And they also said your rate of decline would slow. It would be, I mean, in other words, you'd be in better health for more of your life, like the people in Okinawa are, where they work until their 80s, and they have about a six-month decline before they die. Here are declines a decade. So we're going to get into all this with our guest, Ronnie McMullen from Get the Tea. And we're going to be talking about our unhealthy environment and then more importantly in the latter part of the show we'll talk about what you can do about it ronnie welcome to the show how you doing dave i'm doing both surprisingly good i'm on my fitness plan here and i gotta tell you you better watch out for me ronnie if you were a punching bag i'm kicking butt every day in the gym on my punching bag and so so yeah i'm doing good swimming my half mile five days a week um lifting weights so uh not quite to where I was when I was 20 or 30 or even 40, but I'm getting making progress. How about you? Uh, you know, I've been kind of changing up. I did a lot of weight stuff and a lot of uh, push-ups and core, and, and not saying that that's bad, that's good, but actually I've been working more on the mental, so I've been into Qigong, taking walks, uh, more of the relaxation and moving energy, and that's that's kind of changing me yeah. quite a bit for the better. T tell me about qi qigong. What is that? <clears throat> it's <clears throat> it's more of a stretching exercise that the Chinese use, but it's moving energy, and uh, it's a relaxation and a stretching all in the, all in one. And it it's uh, I've been doing it now for about a month and a half, and it's it's really I look forward to it. I actually look forward to it. And uh, it's not hard on the body, and it's beautiful on the mind. It, it, it kind of connects you with the creator a little bit. Um, and so I, I kind of do that and, and um, relaxation and constant. You know, we live in a crazy world, Dave. You know, I don't have to tell you that. <laughs> no, you don't. You know, everything is negative. Everything's bad. You get cut off in the freeway, and the person's ready to shoot you. I mean, you know, it's crazy stuff. And so I think it's important to go internal instead of external and and eventually bring the external back but get the internal running well. Sometimes, you know, like when you go to a doctor, doctors don't say, you know, they'll say, you have pain where? And you say, I have pain in you know, my heart. Oh, well, maybe you're getting ready to suffer a heart attack. They don't say... Did you go through a divorce? Did you lose a loved one? You know, they, they don't they don't go that direction. They just go into the quickest way to get you a drug and get out. And I think it's important for us to look on the inside, that's even stated in the scriptures, to look at the inside of the cup and not look at the outside. And we we are outside people. We want to see what we wear, make sure we're wearing Nike, make sure we're wearing the latest thing, make sure our body looks good. And 
you know, this is why sometimes you have runners that are running and they're very fit and they drop dead of a heart attack at 37 years old. Nobody talks about the stress. Yeah, or the hidden problem in the aorta. That's uh, the silent killer, as I learned from... Well, I had a heart exam about 10 years ago and they said, oh, you're really good. I said, oh, that's nice. I won't be dying from that. And they go, well, not so fast, Dave. There are hidden things that happen that we don't detect. Thank you very much. Why did I spend this money? Anyway, <laughs> I mean, that was my reaction. But uh, but the Qijong, you said it's stretching. It is, is it also meditation, altered state of consciousness? Yeah, it's just, um, I see it more as stretching. Um, you know, the Chinese have a different w way of looking at things. And, you know, you were talking about how we are, you know, are busy or we're doing our things. And uh, we have a, a long decline. You know, in China, they work hard, but they they also do a lot of relaxation and they do a lot of self-healing um, from headaches to shoulders to they, they address everything internally and, uh, you know, fire and water kind of idea. So, um, you know, when you have a frozen shoulder, you have <laughs> an iceberg sitting on your on your side. Uh, and so, I, you know, I think with the ailments, this is how I look at it. And obviously, I, I am the CEO of a company that brings supplements and tea to people to make them feel better. But I feel like the creator sometimes gives me mountains to climb so that I can address things and help people address their things so that we basically get well. Because it might be a matter of time that our healthcare providers collapse. And then what are we going to do? We're going to go from having all these drugs and all these Band-Aids that we wear to all of a sudden having nothing. So it's good to make your turn before the turn is not there anymore. Yeah, I like how you put that, before the turn's not there anymore. Can you elaborate on that? Well, right now, you know, we have a problem. We, uh, you know, And not this isn't a catch-all for everybody. But we have a problem and we run down to the urgent care and the urgent care refers us to either emergency or a hospital or whatever is a specialist. And we just, how do I say this? We're, we're always counting on that. Well, what if that wasn't there? What would you do then? And there's some of us that want the natural path, want, want to go. And I think it's a natural path. It's interesting, natural path. But uh, some of us want that, but some of us don't. You know, some of us want to get up and turn the channel on the TV, and some of us say, no, I, I'm digging on the remote control. I don't want to get my butt up and too much exercise. So, I mean, it's, it's one of these things where it depends on what your desires of your heart is. Um, and we see the corruption that's in the healthcare system, and it's, it's between the insurance companies, between the doctors, between overpay. Just like you said, you know, certain things a doctor looks at, and you get, you know, and you say, oh, so I'm okay. No, well, our machines don't pick everything up. Well, you know, then why did, and you know, I have a friend right now and his wife's going through a lot of problems physically and they don't know what's wrong with her. And so they just keep throwing stuff in, until something sticks, which that's fine, but on the same token, who's paying for all the tests? And this is ridiculous. And this is happening to how many people? Or somebody goes in and says, I have a problem with X and they say oh, okay well here's a pill for X and they say okay great next gets a little bit better but Y starts falling off and they say hey I got a problem with Y oh okay well here's a pill for Y 
and then they go, oh, that feels a little better, but now A is hurting. And the next thing you know, they're taking 20 pills. This is, this is not a good thing. And a lot of us are so sick, and we don't realize that we're so sick from the pills, not from the disease. Does it, is it, it leaves you speechless. It just baffles me that we could be this stupid. I don't know if it's stupid. I think it's more, it borders, uh, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Okay, I, I, I know, you think it's forethought. Um, well, I hear I you. It borders on, on laziness, you know, or, or it borders on habit. Probably more habit. It's true. I was reading the other day, and uh, so I'll run this by you, that if someone walked at a moderate pace for 30 minutes, five days a week, they would weigh 50 less pounds a year from today. They were that overweight. If they were really overweight, you're talking what's really overweight? Well, let's say they are 5'10", male, 250. I don't think they'd lose 50. That's just my opinion. But I think... Here's what I would say. Yes, you would lose some weight, but what would it would do internally and mentally um, would be such a change for the physical. Because if you let's just say, let's say somebody's overweight 40 pounds. 40 pounds starts bringing depression. You're not. It starts doing things mentally because you don't think you look good, and if you don't think you look good, then you believe everybody else thinks you look terrible. Um, so mentally, it strikes you like an arrow in the heart. But let's say you lose 10 pounds. So you're 40 pounds overweight, you lose 10 pounds, and you go, wow, I feel good. Then all of a sudden, you want to lose another 10 pounds. And next thing you know, you're down 30 pounds, and you really do look good, and you feel like you look good. So thus, you think everybody else thinks you look good, and all this is a mental deal. And, and what happens when you mentally change your mind about issues and this kind of goes into beliefs uh, and it moves also into the placebo nocebo effect so if you believe something's gonna work it's gonna work and it's it's interesting some people I, th I thought it was interesting test where they took a placebo effect but they told the people this is not uh, this is not for your healing but I want you to take this for, let's say, your diabetes, and it was, you know, a sugar pill, and they knew it. But we're going to believe that it's not. We're going to believe that it's something good for your diabetes to help support you. It would actually help support them. So our brains are so powerful, but we don't ever relax our brains. So if our body's willing to die for us, shouldn't we be willing to do a few things for our body? And yet we don't. Boy, we sure do something for our, our financial plan, and we sure do something for our, you know building our house or buying our brand new car or putting fancy clothes on us. But we do nothing for the inside of our body. We do nothing to relax, nothing. And the biggest relaxer we have is a major amount of alcohol. And that's not the relaxer that your, your body's looking for. I'm not saying it's bad to have a beer or have a glass of wine or have a drink once in a while. Nothing wrong with that. But to have a constant basis of it so that you can so-called relax your body, your body's saying, this is not what I was thinking. <laughs> so it's important for us to pay attention to the internal. And when the internal is taken care of, guess what? The external follows the pace. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How do you synthesize all this, Ronnie? <laughs> well, you know, for me... It, 
you, you think about how things work and the more, you know, like, okay, there's two ways to look at Qigong and I'll just go down the Qigong path. Okay. So there's one exercise where you put your hand up into the air, your palm up and your palm, your other, the other side, your right side of your palm is down. So you now you pass, you bring your palms into the middle of your chest and you turn them and do the same thing the other way. So we could just do that, but what if you were actually thinking in your mind that you were moving energy, dark energy, away from your body, pushing it down and pulling it up and replacing it with good energy? What if your mind said, when I my palm is up, I'll grab and I'll pull down the positive and I'll push down the negative? What if your, your mind took your body and led it into something powerful? Next thing you know, your body's changing. And there's there's little sayings and little plaques all over everywhere and that says, change your thoughts, change your world. And people don't realize how powerful your supercomputer on your shoulder is. They just kind of take it for granted and as my dad used to say, and they use it for a hat rack. And it's so much more. And I, I don't know why, you know, this goes back to when people buy my products, they're like, well, hope it works. You hope it works. You know, for the people that say, man, this is going to work and this is going to be great and I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to do this or whatever their goals are, it's going to happen. Half of it's happening because of their thought process. Herbs do what herbs do. If somebody says that, that product's not going to work and it's an herbal product, I'm sorry, you're wrong. It's going to work. It's going to do its deal. It doesn't say, hey... I'm going to work for Joe, but Bobby, we don't like Bobby, so we're not going to work. It doesn't pick favorites. It does what it does. And when somebody takes an herbal product, it can change their life depending on what their body does, what the product is, and what their mind says. So even if the nocebo effect is working and you say, oh, that pill won't work, the pill still will work. But if you want a supercharger on an herbal pill, all you have to do is believe that it's going to change you and it will change you. And it's incredible, these thoughts. Now imagine, now imagine, especially in our world right now where the world's on fire and everything's, you know, what's supposed to be good is bad and whatever's supposed to be bad is good. Um, we're living in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah where everything's changed. So it's a time to really be focusing on energy as well because there's negative energy surrounding you at all times. And we could go and talk about those things, but see, we're not allowed to on certain channels and certain uh, media. So we have to use different ideas to get the point across. And that's a bad energy is going on in the world. What if that was changed to where you actually changed your energy? So let's say we have 100,000 people listening to this show, and they are all been doing the same thing day in, day out. And all of a sudden they listen to this and they say, energy, what, what, what are you talking about, Ronnie? I'm talking about the energy in your body, and I'm talking about the energy around your body. What if you started changing that and saying, I see negative energy, so I'm going to move it away from me, but I also see positive energy, and I'm going to pull that into me. What if you did that every day? 30 minutes a day, thought that way, moved your body that way, took, you know, whatever avenue that you want to use, but you thought, I'm going to pull the good energy in and push the bad energy out. Isn't that very similar to when we eat? 
we eat, we take the nutrition, and then what comes out of us is the is the excess of, of product that shouldn't be in our body. Isn't that the same in a physical manner? So why can't it be done in a spiritual manner? That's a good rhetorical question, and I'm, I'm formulating an answer, Ronnie. You stumped me. Because um, <laughs> we're not trained. We're not yeah, trained, Dave. That's true. We don't teach health. We teach reaction to bad health. Would you say that's a fair statement? That's a very fair statement, you know? In other words, somebody goes to the doctor to, just to get a checkup. That's kind of rare. Most of the time, people go to the doctor to, because they're sick. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not dogging that. I'm just saying that what if you did things in your life that changed your body and your mental and you didn't get sick? What a thought process. And you could, if you need to do a financial analysis, then you say, hey, this is going to save me money because I'm not going to the doctor. Now you're entering an area that I have a little knowledge on, the area of psychosomatic illness with my background in psychology and therapy. And we know from the research starting back in about the 70s that about 75 to 80% of illnesses and diseases have a strong psychological component, usually brought about by unmanaged stress levels. Absolutely. And the new here's the new catch line. Stress will kill you. And people just go, ha, yeah, you're Yeah, Ronnie, that's a really good point. You want to take that and answer it? Okay, so <laughs> I don't know where we're at. Oh, okay. It. Yeah, we had a little glitch here, and uh, we cut out momentarily here. But we're back, as they say. We were talking about psychosomatic illness and how it's uh, your mind is your biggest enemy. And uh, you have the type A personality type, the old model, and that stress builds up and basically overwhelms your immune oh, system yes. because uh, your immune system is not meant to be activated 24-7. Well, and again, they say that, you know, the joke is stress will kill you. And everybody goes, ha, 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 stress will kill you. Yeah. But they don't realize stress will kill you. Stress will cause you a heart attack. Stress will cause adrenal fatigue. Stress will cause uh, stroke. And we can go on. This is why youth, young, when I say youth, I'm an older person now. Uh, somebody in their 30s, early 30s, or late 20s can have a major heart attack based on stress, based on and stress also comes upon us based on not being able to control the situation. Well, geez, what kind of world are we living in right now? Can you really control a situation? You can't control Jack. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know the next moment. You don't know if a tower is going to be crashed into or if a mall is going to be shot up. I know. I know. You have no clue. And, and, and just a few months ago, I was paying $1.65 less a gallon for gas. Absolutely. And then, of course, you know, the financial status right now is, is about ready to collapse, you know, and uh, people are being paid to stay home and not work and businesses are closing. And we can go down this road forever. I mean, forever. This yeah. is what they and them have built and want us to go through is their chaos. And their chaos is built by their control. What if we checked out of all of that? And, and the kicker is, and people are going, Ronnie, you've lost your mind. What are you talking about? Check out of this. We can't. <laughs> you can't. You know, people, oh, I can't go down that road. I was going to say one thing. 
I know, I know. We're we not, we, we have to, to we have things. to self-regulate here. Yes. yes. Yes, and we're not allowed to say things because the mass media is controlling what we say. And this is there's another idea. So what if we said, okay, this is something at this point, at this point, we can still talk about. We can still talk about using the energy in our mind, in our heart, in our soul to change our outcome, how we see things. So if we buy into the illusion, and please believe me, everything that's going on outside of our little home is illusion. Okay? And you say, no, Ronnie, it's really happening. No, it's an illusion. It just you just think it's really happening. And the key is, is if you and when I say that, I say in the big scale. So if we were all to die, we're all to be nuked tomorrow. Are we dead? Are we done? Are we finished? The answer is no. We're finished with one chapter of the book. How big's the book? We don't know. What's the second chapter? We really don't know. We're told by some books that we go to hell or heaven, but is that really the truth? We don't know. Do we believe there's existence on the other side? I do. And the question is, do you? So if the case is, if everybody said, yes, we believe in something happening, if we died, we'd be on the other side and something great and wonderful would be happening. Okay, if we really believe in that, then what's the problem here? Why are you holding on to this illusion so bad when this illusion is like hell? Why not change things in a small direction by using your body, changing your mind, changing the energy in your body, the patterns that go on, and watch your health come back because of the relaxation? And believe me, all of a sudden you become a believer in some different <laughs> in some different directions. No, I, I agree. I, I really believe this statement that when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, change your thoughts, change your world. What is your world? How are you looking? And that's the key is to reflect the people that are listening. Reflect on your life right now. What is it that's most important to you? What are you looking at? And some people say, well, I'm looking at my daughter because she's really got a lot of problems. Okay. How can you change that? You can't control it, but how could you possibly change it? And you change it with you. Always us first. Because if we're, think about it, Dave. If we're a wreck, are we going to be able to go save and help somebody when we're a wreck? We're a complete problem? No. We have to be, we have to be not under control. That's the old words. We have to be ready for this. And this, this, is, this is the key. It's even, it's even written in the scriptures. We have to be at peace for us to be healed. Our body is not going to be healing if we're in chaos. And people want to be healed, and they go, "Hey, doctor, I want to be healed." And I, hurry up, hurry up! Can you do? I, can, I got an appointment, you know, right now. A comedian made a point and said, "You know, we've gone down to eating pop tarts for breakfast, and it takes, you know, three minutes." Um, you know, in the nuker to have a Pop-Tart. And people say, I don't have time. And they said, man, you better loosen your schedule up if you don't have three minutes for a Pop-Tart. And this is the point. We've, we've pushed ourselves so far that most of us don't even know how to get the stress. We don't, even, we don't even know in the bubble of stress. We don't even know that we are the pawn of chaos. So the kicker here is if you really, truly want good health, 
if you truly, really, truly want to help someone, you need to be at peace. Okay? And this is, this is where the Christ told us about peace. Be at peace. And peace is where it's at. So how do you achieve that? Meditation and prayer. Woo. Let me yeah, ask you a question here. You know, I don't want to criticize the wonderful people from China because they're so popular with our media. But the Falun Gong is no more than a meditation. Why do the Chinese hate them so much? Does this relate to anything we're talking about? Well, there's there's two sets of Chinese people, in my opinion, and that you know. Don't take me for, you know, the truth, but this is how I see it. There's two kinds of Chinese people. There's a communist Chinese Chinese people, and they kind of connect to the Chinese government, and they want nothing but control over their people. Then there's the Chinese people, and this is why America is becoming, looking very much modeling and mirroring China right now. Is because there is the American people, and we now have politicians in place that do not care about the, the people at all. They don't have the people's best interests. They have their own interests. This is why most of Congress owns stocks. This is why stocks that Congress owns all of a sudden go up, and then they sell, and then it goes down, and people plummet, and they're in trouble. This is against the law, but... Oh, we don't need the law right now. We don't need the Constitution. We don't need the amendments. We don't need any of this because we're going to run on corruption. And this is where we're at. So back to Chinese. The Chinese people, they're practicing Qigong, relaxation, health. They eat right. But everybody at top, all the money's at the top. If you're in government, Chinese government, you make tons of money. If you're in just a normal Chinese person... You make hardly any money, and you work your butt off, and you, you eat barely eat, and you don't have a car, and you don't go outside, and you know you're you're just borderline slave. This is exactly where they want to take America. Yeah, you'll you'll uh, own nothing and love it. And love it, and these are the new these are the new bills being passed by our our sit-in man, and this is this is something where again we're going down this illusion. And the I'm solution. Sorry. I'm sorry. I've never heard that reference to him. Sit in, man. Oh, gosh. Okay. And I feel bad because, you know, he's got to have napkins to wipe his drool off. And I know. Just, I know. I see it. I feel bad. I really do. I'm Because here's the, here's the thing, Dave. Corruption wants us to react. Okay? And if we react to things with anger if i get mad at our sit-in man and i get angry what's happening to my energy yeah exactly you're losing it exactly right my energy is changing and what and i used to say this years ago they're doing things to make us be one of them they want total corruption so if they can maneuver us to be corrupt then they win the game and so when we see the sit-in man and we get angry, our, our energy changes and our thoughts change. And then we enter into the illusion deeply. And then we're part of the chaos. Yeah. We're pushing the chaos. We're a part of the chaos. We live in the chaos. I just don't want to do that anymore because in the chaos, in the midst of the chaos, in the center of the chaos, there is no health. There is no peace. 
there is no love. And that's what they want to for Very interesting. I, I, I love the approach that you put into that, and I, I totally agree. Um, dictators, for example, they rule by fear. Yes. They, so, they, they want you to be nervous. So how do you think about that? How do you get out of that one? When somebody's throwing fear at you, how do you get out of that one? Well, there's degrees. You have to, okay, let me back up and say this. If you're operating on Maslow's hierarchy at the lowest level, you know, where your basic needs aren't being met, uh, you're not going to get out of it. Life is a struggle day to day just to get by. Uh, but but once you ascend out of that and you get past the next level, which is safety needs, once you get into love and belongingness and then your higher need levels, then you have power with your choices. It's when how, you, when it's you're how, kept in chaos with no food, uh, you have no power. Uh, but I, I would agree to disagree, and here's why. So somebody puts you in a cage and says you have no food you're done okay that's you're on the road now to death but what death are you on the road to internal eternal death or just a worldly death and the key is once we get it straight in our minds where we really are and what we're sitting at and there's nothing to fear on this world nothing if somebody's going to kill you, there's nothing to fear because you're just going to cross over. We saw it in Star Wars when they killed Obi-Wan Kenobi. What was that all about? He became stronger. He became a stronger force. And if we think that way, that's what we do. And our problem is our thoughts. And this is why the media has such a, such a pull over our bodies is because somebody watched something on CNN. They go, oh, that's the truth. Really? You really believe that? Now we're moving into beliefs. Now we're moving into chaos. Once we hit the belief stage, we're either going to go into chaos or we're going to move into peace. Which which staircase are you going to take? And that's the, it, it's kind of a big deal, and people don't realize it. We're, we're, they're making us pawns. We need to take their fear that they give us, and boy, some of it's freaking scary. Some of it's really scary. So scary we can't even talk about it on this show. Yeah, I hear you. So we have these scary things that are being put forward that you go, I can't believe our, our nation has ever been like this. So what are we going to do? We need to mirror back. Mirror back. That way we're not doing anything against that person. We're just mirroring it. So in other words, how do you mirror that back? You don't scare me with whatever it is you're trying to scare me with. It doesn't work. It does not work. I am in a state of peace. You are in a state of chaos. Peace always trumps chaos. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy that cut you off in traffic, um, you just let it go. You let it and go. then you drive by him after he's crashed into somebody else. Or you drive by him later because uh, karma always kind of kicks in. Yeah. And you end up at the stop sign before he does, and he finally pulls up next to you, and you wave at him. And, you you know, you, you don't flip the finger to him. You wave at him. You smile at him. And then he realized what a moron he was because he entered into the world of chaos, and he got nowhere. He ended up at the stop sign last. 
so you kind of giggle. And he's if he's mature enough, he'll giggle and say, I was in it moron, and, you know, it didn't get me anywhere, so maybe I'll, I'll try the path of peace. And this is the key is you got to figure out what is it you want. How are you going to save your kids if you're in chaos? How are you going to save your kids if you're in massive fear? You're not. How are you going to save your parents? How are you going to do how are you going to do any how are you going to save your how are you going to save yourself if you're in chaos? If you're in the illusion. Oh my gosh, guess what's going to happen now? Really? They've been talking about things for a long time. And you know, sometimes we have to go through next things to fix us back to the positive, to make us back into the thankful and the grateful. And if we get into thankful and grateful, things change. I'm telling you, things change. Your whole body. This is why I'm really enjoying Qigong because I'm going past what they do. I'm kind of creating my own Qigong with their moves. And, and it's about what you're doing with your energy. And there is positive energy. Every day we wake up, there's a sun that rises and a moon that shines at night like clockwork, never gives out. No matter what's happened, no matter how many nuclear bombs go off, no matter how many diseases are taking place, no matter what happens, there's still a sun that rises and a moon that kicks in for night vision. So why are we not enjoying what's going on? Water still happens, you know? Yes, they're messing with weather, but do you really think they're going to be over the creator? Really? I mean, if you think that, then you've really lost your, your balance. There is nothing they have for us to fear. Nothing. Nothing. Not, they say, here, we're going to bring death to you. Oh, death of what? Death of my life, this world? Who cares? You're doing me a favor. Let's go. So I'm hearing the talk of a 1968 draft resistor. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you're putting me in the mind up now. <laughs> No, I just, you know, I don't think we should go to war. I mean, war is for the pawns that create war because war creates money. And this goes back to this is the world we're living in, the world of chaos. And it's all it's all brought to you by Bank of America. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> the it's banks, all the banks, the banks, yeah. The banks, you know, the central banks. So on. can you imagine, and just imagine this for a second. Talk about a, t a little piece of heaven. What if the good guys stood up for once in their life and quit being fearful of the bad guys and took over the bad guys and became good guys? What would this world do? What's the potential of this world if the good guys stood up and took the positions? If our sit-in man was removed and we had somebody good? And I don't, I'm not necessarily saying Trump. I'm not even saying Trump. I'm just saying, what if we had somebody that really was about the people? And what if he surrounded himself with leaders that were about the people? What if our governors were about the people? And there are some governors that are about the people. There are. They're unfortunately outnumbered by the chaos. And the key is, is if we could change, if we could all do our little Qigong moves, and I'm being a little facetious here, but if we all took our energy and our, and our movements and our meditation and our prayers, and if we all concentrated on that on a daily basis, I am curious what would happen to this world. What do you think would happen? Well, I'll go to my analogy of 
a match in a black room. So you have this room. There's no lights. There's no windows. There's no nothing. You sh and the door shuts perfectly. So when you shut the door, you can't see your hand before your your face. It's all black. But you take this little two-inch match and you light it. And all that darkness of a 10 by, we'll use a 10 by 10 room. All the darkness of the 10 by 10 room cannot overtake that little two inch match. We are the match. Imagine another match, three matches, four matches, 10 matches, 100 matches in the room. You get enough matches lit, you now have light that's overtaking the darkness. And that's all we've got to do is stand up and be a match. Hmm. Okay, so you you become a match. You what, like your what happens when the 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 um, disseminators of chaos come after you because peace is not allowed. What are they going to do? What do they have to threaten you with? Life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then you go. It's your time. But miracles take place every day. And let me tell you something about the bad guy that I know. The bad guy have, has studied the spiritual aspects of life. So, and I'm not talking about the religious, you know, Bible stuff. I'm talking about spiritual truth. They have studied it, they know it, and they're very fearful of it. Miracles happen every day. And what is a miracle? Something that's out of our control. Something that has happened that we cannot control. You know? And, and, and here's a term. That's unbelievable. Everything is believable. It's just when it blows out of our control method. So long and the short of it is, what do they really have to threaten you with? Your life? They're scared of themselves. And what if they go to kill you? And this has happened before. What if they go to kill you and they can't? Something miraculous takes place and they can't. Then what? And this is what they're scared of most. I think that the they and them of the world right now, and you know, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. The they and them of the world right now, I think they're flipping scared. I, I do. Because it's kind of like, okay, what law should we pass today? Uh, let's have a law that people should be half naked because that's absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, let's pass that law that people should be half naked. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. Oh, let's pass another law that says we don't have to be half naked. Oh, that's a good law. And let's let's pass another law that says if you look at somebody that's half naked, you get thrown in jail and beaten. Okay. And they just pass these one law after another, after another, after another. But they're afraid of their own laws. That's why they don't obey them. And things are getting ready to change. And let me tell you something. We've shot ourselves in the foot, but there's still a creator that understands the pulse of America and the pulse of, of the world. And we've come to a place where this is not a problem for just America, or this is not a problem just for China or Russia. This is a problem for the world. It's gone worldwide. So that means we're close to not the end, but we're close to the next chapter. You said in something very interesting that they, they fear us. And... I was reading an article the other day by this, I can't remember the name of the company, but he was the CEO of a survivor shelter business and he has high-end elite clients. And people were asking him, says, well, I, I can't talk to you about my individual clients, but I can tell you generally, no, they're not fearing an asteroid strike. They're not fearing necessarily a war. 
they're fearing a citizen rebellion. Yes. Isn't that interesting? Oh, n totally believable for me. Because they fear us. You know, it's like it's like if a man, and there's many men that have incredible gifts. And when I say men, I mean men and women. Many people that have incredible gifts. Uh, telekinesis. Um, they, they, they have uh, incredible discernment. They... You know, they can walk up to somebody and know what that person's all about without ever opening their mouth. There are people with incredible gifts. It's interesting, and these are what I call spiritual gifts. It's very interesting that they and them, the bad guys, fear these people like the plague. They, they fear these people more than COVID. I mean, they fear these people because these people can expose. And these people are very protected and connected to the Creator. If they're, and this is why a lot of they and them try to find these people and see if they can corrupt them to work on the bad side because they need the powers of the good to overtake the good. And it doesn't work like that. So we're, we're, in, a, we're in a time where the good people are about ready to stand up and the bad people are going to flee. And we always forget, Dave, and this is a big factor, so we have 325, 330 million people just in the United States. How many of those people are bad people? I mean, when I say bad, I'm not saying they made a mistake. Everybody's made a mistake. I'm talking about bad people to the core, borderline soulless. How many of those people out of 300, we'll call it 340, 340 million people? The uh, antisocial personality disorder rates, which are the old psycho and sociopath, say it's about 6% of the population. Yeah, so six. Let's call it ten. Let's call it ten percent. Let's 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 even up it. Let's say out of three hundred and forty million people, forty million people are just brought into the core evil. Isn't there a little bit more matches here than the darkness? Have we forgot about this? They're outnumbered, and if you're outnumbered, isn't that kind of make you scared? So they have their own fear of when, when the big power awakes because we're not awakened we're still trying to be greedy and build our fifth house we're still trying to buy our third mercedes when we start waking up and saying nope we're going to overtake the evil and we're going to do good things things change but we're just not quite there yet dave things have got to get a little worse before we actually stand up when these mama bears come to protect their children, let me tell you something, the world's going to change immediately. And We're already seeing it. The, the red wave in Virginia because of the uh, critical race theory uh, indoctrinating kids to hate their country and hate each other because of skin color. Uh, I'm even going deeper. I'm going deeper to things that are happening to children and the mama bears are going to protect oh, yeah, children. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm saying when that raises up, everything's going to change because let me tell you something. You're in the wilderness and you meet up with a bear and it's got two or three cubs, you better get the hell out of Dodge or you're a dead man. Hmm. I would agree. Um, I would say the other side made a tactical error though in what I was talking about. When they allowed... Let's put it this way. When, when they pissed off the soccer moms, the ones who hated Trump, voted against him. These parents chose kids over party. Yes. And they they and, and I'll tell you that movement's growing. Oh yes. 
So if you try to do something, Dave, to the kids by force, what do you think is going to happen with those mama bears? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And if any of the kids are harmed in any way, shape, or form, what do you think is going to happen to those mama bears? Let me tell you, when you get a whole 100,000, 200,000 mama bears, um, let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> blood's going to be in the streets. Well, their sheepish, hus their sheepish husbands will follow them. But we're already seeing it. Uh, we're seeing it with uh, the critical race theory stuff, uh, the pornography that's being put in school libraries. And I saw this lady on Fox, uh, someone sent me the clip the other day, and she was reading from a book that was in one of the Loudoun County schools, and they banned her from coming on campus for telling the truth. Um, that's only going to go so far. You're right. They're going to protect their kids. And also, too, if Biden keeps sabotaging this economy, which he is, uh, the Keystone Pipeline should still be in play. Now he's going after another pipeline at a time when we have an energy crisis. And this affects our ability to put food on the table. People are, are going to rise up at that point. Well, they're going to unite. And they've we've seen different aspects of things. You know, Hurricane Katrina, where people are in charge to separate the masses and once the masses come together because there's no room for the guys that are trying to separate, they're, they've been take, taken out, um, you're going to see an uprising that's going to change the world. And that's what we need. Because everybody, when this economy goes, everybody's going to be in the same spot. Even the rich people are going to have a problem. And when I say the rich people, I mean the millionaires and the billionaires. They're going to have a problem too. So this, we're all going to be in the same ship. And... I, I just I think the creator's going to step in and do something, and I don't mean like take us all out and we're going to go to heaven and all the stuff. I, I'm not there, but I do think the creator's going to step in with some miraculous things that we know that we know that we know. I mean, it's it's kind of funny because a lot of the weather and a lot of the issues are controlled, so earthquakes are controlled. But what but what what happens when we have an earthquake that's massive? I mean massive. I'm not talking about a 7 or an 8. I'm talking about a 9 or a 10 in an incredibly populated area. And it swallows up a lot of people. And it's not a created-by-man event. It's a created-by-the-creator. It's allowed to happen. What then? Uh, is the bad guy going to say, oh, my God, we're going to still continue in our... You know, money and all of our, you know, money, it's gone. <clears throat> I know. It up. Sodom so, and Gomorrah, is that place. what you're just, are you describing? Oh, yes, a, a new kind of Sodom and Gomorrah instead okay. of a burn factor, maybe a swallow up factor where it's just gone. And I think if I remember right, the core of the earth is fire. So what does that mean? <laughs> Could be the zip code for hell. Uh, that's what I was thinking, but you know. What do, what do I know? I'm just a little fish in a, in a very big pond. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you, hell could be unleashed if this La Palma earthquake, I mean, happens and dumps part of that volcano into the ocean. Well, and what if what if life was much like <clears throat> Peter Gabriel said in one of his songs, walk through the fire? Well, who's walking through the fire? The chaos or the peaceful? And that's where the miracles start taking place. Interesting. When you talk about people that walk on hot coals, think about the state of consciousness they have to be in. Correct. Correct. And where do you get that consciousness? Where do you get that change? Somebody doing something to you or some something that you do to yourself? 
something that you practice and you concentrate on? It probably comes from uh, extra dimensional force that we would label as spirituality. Absolutely. That we can access. You know, you mentioned telekinesis and, um, and um, you know, the ability to know things, clairvoyance, without the, th without the five senses. And the research on this is really interesting. We have a lot of research in this field. And I used to think it was nonsense when I first started teaching psychology. And I changed my mind very quickly when I looked at the data. And here's what the data tells us, is that when someone's performing one of those actions, like they really can bend a spoon, their brain waves change. Yes. And, and if we know anything about physics, you've got your three-dimensional reality, but you get into time and space yep. uh, in the fifth dimension. Is that a frequency event with the brain, and is that what they're measuring? That's what a lot of uh, quantum physicists think. Well, and it's about also about being watched. Um, who's watching who? There's a, there's a, there's so many pieces to the puzzle for everything to happen. Most people can't just pick up a spoon or a fork and bend it. But with practice and understanding, it's very I don't I don't want to say easily, but it can be it can be very much done. But we don't. You know, they practice this in military terms, but they don't practice this, on, you know, in your normal schools. Well, they did, they did at Princeton, the Princeton Engineering Anomalies Research, a 30-year project run by engineers to measure the effects of mind on physical matter. So, Dave, my opinion on that is there were not just scientists. I guarantee you there was black ops behind that. You know, there might have been, but I know the story on how it started. Now, maybe oh, no, it was a I, concocted I story, but, but uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, well, uh, a microbiologist named uh, um, Joanne Burkholder, she was looking at killfish, uh, I forget the species name now, and they seem to have the ability to turn on and off a light which allow itself to see the reflection of itself in the, in the aquarium glass, and it would smash its face, and so they wanted to do an experiment. Uh, they said, well, would this behavior go to self, the self-injury level of irreversible injury or will uh, survival take over? And that was the experiment. But they couldn't get the computers to work because the computers were programmed to come on randomly with a light that would show the reflection. And the computers kept changing. And they said, what is going on? But anyway, that wasn't her main work. So she abandoned it. And she told this engineer at Princeton. And he said, I think that's fascinating. And that's what led to the Princeton Engineering Anomalies Research, or PAIR for short. People can look that up on the net. A 30-year-plus study where they looked at the very things you and I are talking about. Oh, I agree with you. But I can tell you right now, in my discernment, that black ops were a connection to that. Yeah, I'm sure they were. Not and necessarily speaking... to start it, but to, to monitor what's going on. It, it's kind of like if you went outside and said, Oh my God! Uh, spaceships landed. The first thing that would be at your door is what? Somebody to interview from the news? No. no. Military. Yeah, CIA or FBI. I totally agree. Ronnie, the one of the things that you do do is you get people to uh, invoke their power from the immune system that lies naturally within, and you've done it with your products for a long time. I know I'm the beneficiary of them. Let's take a couple minutes and talk about that process. Well, that process, is, you know, obviously I started this company because I was sick personally, and I got over it. I've, I've beaten so many illnesses, it's not even funny, but I keep getting certain ones. So I, I guess the creator says, oh, we're not done creating, so let, let's keep going. 
I've got a new product coming out in about another 45 days that's going to be a mind blower. But anyway, all this to say, uh, we were talking about stress earlier. And when you're stressed, what happens to your gut? And your gut gets cramped up. So the tea that I carry, which is a life change tea, uh, incredible for your digestion, really helps your digestion, supports your, your body, your colon. And, uh, and this is something you should be drinking every day. And people buy it for a month and then they don't buy it anymore. And they go, oh, I, I did that. It was good. I liked it. Why are you not doing it anymore? Oh, I, you know, I did good. So you took a shower once a year. Yeah, that was the day you took a shower was a great day. But how about the rest of the days? So, so I try to get people to say, you know, you need to be, you need to be taking these products all the time. And this is about, you know, even uh, the tea helps a little bit with immunity. But I have products that are uh, very big on immunity, and. You know, I, I try to share them with people, and, and long and the short, and unfortunately, because of the shortages, because of the costs going up and everything else, um, you know, I've, I've kind of held on to the heavy load here for a while, but our prices are going to probably have to increase a little bit. So long and the short of it, get your stuff now, and I've got stuff on sale, so I'll go over it real quick. So we've got the special um, Be On Your Game, which has my tea. The Moringa and for your eyes support astaxanthin, and that's on special, as well as the D365 bundle, which D365 is like tea in a pill, and we've got the four bottles, and it's it's a very good price, so we've got that, but I've got one for your listeners here, Dave, so if you order $100 of whatever you want to order, you're going to get free shipping by putting Dave in the coupon code. And, and, I love the and, free melatonin. And what does melatonin do? It helps support your sleep. Exactly. Do we need some sleep? Oh, my yeah. God. If I know. If the world could rest, where would we be? So, anyway, coupon code, Dave, in, coupon code, hit apply, free shipping and free melatonin. You just got to spend 100 bucks at my store and get the tea. Oh. And you get the free shipping, and I love the melatonin aspect of it, and it works and really, it's a non-narcotic, so you don't have the hangover effects that you get with over-the-counter medications or prescription medications. Right. So you're exactly right. But I think your staple product to still get the tea is, is the tea itself. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, we've got all kinds of – and if, if that doesn't tickle your fancy, just go to our specials page. You can look, and there's all kinds of specials there. And just browse through the website at getthetea.com, and you're going to find something – that's going to help support something in your body, and that's what you want, especially, especially this. You know, people, it's kind of funny. They'll put 10 or 20 uh, silver coins and keep it there. Is that going to help you when it really, the you no, know what, fan? No. And, Ronnie, before we run out of time, let me get out the address. It's getthetea.com. That's where you want to go, the URL. That's a great website. It's easier to navigate. Uh, getthetea.com. Ronnie, fascinating stuff today. Thanks for coming on. And uh, folks, take advantage of these offers. They're tremendous. Thanks, Ronnie. Thank you so much.